So hi. Hi. I'm very happy to be here with you. Yeah. And I would like to ask you if you can explain something about the exhibition to start. Mm -hmm. uh, this ex exhibition just centered about my American work. And uh, America was important to me from the beginning when I started in photography because that's where I got most of the inspiration through books and things like that. Uh, so America has been very important to me. Uh, and uh, what I did uh, after finishing high school in Sweden, I went for a year in America and became a member of a camera club in New York called the Village Camera Club. And it was, uh, it was an important uh, time for me because it was only with professional photographers and it was meetings every week. So it was very active. I lived outside in New Jersey and uh, outside with relatives. I didn't sleep outside. <laughs> no. And um, so I had to go to New York uh, once a week, actually. So the first pictures in this exhibition, they are from uh, New York 1962 and 1963. Uh, at that time I was uh, 17, so I, I was quite young. You know, so mm -hmm. But it was a big adventure, you know, just walk all the streets in America, in, in uh, New York, and uh, I, I would go to the uh, famous uh, jazz clubs and things like that, uh, even at uh, that age. So, so that's the beginning of the exhibition. And from that I followed American photography. Uh, I have many friends who are of the famous American photographers like Robert Adams, uh, Gary Vinogran, I learned to know, and things like that. So I've kept going back and back uh, every now and then. Uh, and the last things I did uh, are published in a book called American Winter that was published on uh, Mac. And they, the pictures for, the, for that book was made in uh, 2017 and 2018, so it's very recent work. And otherwise, it's uh, the pictures represent very different stages in my development as photographer. You know, you can easily see the, what I was inspired by at that time. You can see from the Chicago pictures in '79 that I was inspired by. Uh, Lee Friedland, uh, Gary Vinogran, uh, and the later pictures, uh, more like Robert Adams. Uh, so it, it took a while before uh, it became, uh, be before it became Gary Johansson photography, I think. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yes. So thank you very much. Uh, I just take a step behind, asking you something about um, the education you had. I saw you studied graphic design and yes. craft. Yes. So I wanted to ask you if this had an impact on how you perceive photography. Yeah, I think it has had. Uh, I think I've been very interested, even as uh, I remember being in school. I wasn't very good at uh, drawing, mm -hmm. but I, I was very good at making abstract, uh, non-figurative things. Uh, yeah. That's what I always worked with when the other ones supposed to, to. Uh, draw an apple or something like that. I would do something <laughs> that put your ideas... Interpretation. Yeah, exactly. that, that you would still have... A, it wasn't an apple, but you might give the impression that it was an apple. Yeah. So I, I've always been very inter interested in non-figurative work, art. And then uh, after my trip to America, when I came home, uh, 
I didn't want to really go to photography school because uh, the education was so much uh, directed towards uh, doing magazine work and things like that, reportage photography and things like that, yeah. which I wasn't at all interested in. Yeah. So uh, I, I went to this uh, design school instead and got an education as graphic designer. Uh, I think you can see it in my picture because it, everything is very uh, exactly. <laughs> quite well ordered, I think. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. And then you kind of anticipated my next question. I wanted to ask you something about uh, the narration because it seems like you don't start with uh, the idea of a project itself uh, but uh, you put a kind of, maybe even not narration together, selecting the picture and editing it. Um, so it's, is it right that every image should be considered as a single one? Yes, that's, uh, that's become more and more important. I, I think it showed in, my, in the, the book I did, uh, 98, called America, mm -hmm. which was just, I was traveling all over America photographing in different towns and when I made the book they are just put in alphabetically okay. book, starting with so A that, yeah. and uh, uh, ending with Z so it's a whole alphabet and it's just one picture from each each place uh, it was more like uh, just to emphasize uh, that this is not ordered to, to, to get an, uh, to build a storyline yeah. and things like that no, yeah. it's, uh, everything is uh, so it should be a picture in its own right. So you kind of try to say a story all in one picture. Or yeah, some, and when you turn like the this. table, it's uh, when you turn the uh, the page. It's another. It's a new story. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And so when you are there in the moment of the shooting, when you you go and shoot a picture, yeah. How do you select uh, which is the right image? It's difficult to say, you know. <laughs> what I did when I made the pictures was that I would sort of, uh, I would start in the morning, yeah. drive to the next town, park the car, walk around, and when I thought I had made a picture that made some sense, that was quite a good, that I liked, I would just go into the set, put, put myself in the car and drive to the next town. Yeah. So I would usually do uh, sometimes 10, 15 towns a day or something like that. I, I did. Yeah, I did. So it's it's always very quick and fluent work, but then it's a big selection. Yeah. When you come home, you know. But uh, actually, I just sort of organized them alphabetically, and I took out the ones I liked and put away the ones I didn't like. Yeah. yeah. So it's rather intuitive. You go there and you. Yeah, it's choose. very intuitive. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. also, but sometimes you know, I find that. Yeah, like I, I made a book called The Tire Choice, which is a book about car tires. So okay. what I do is, uh, when I see, I sort of collect different things. Like, like if you if you were a collector, you you would like bird eggs. You would take that bird egg thing and that that and things like that. Yeah. Not knowing what I actually would do with it, but when you have a selection, a group of pictures, you you can you use can. it for something else. Sure. Yeah. So regarding your approach to photography, it seems that you develop your own approach, like uh, talking about uh, the process before the, sh let's call it shooting, even if it's not a real shooting, and uh, also the selection process, and also maybe do you develop your own picture or? Uh, yeah, I do everything myself. You do everything? Yeah, from, from loading the camera to <laughs> framing the, 
pictures. And, and also I do the, the, the painting of the frames, you see they're not only, they're all in sort of slightly ah, yeah. different colors. Uh, uh -huh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's also to emphasize that this is one picture. Yeah. This one has a brown frame or a lighter gray frame. This is not, this is something else, you know. And do you but, think, yeah, yeah but, but then if, uh, when you see the, 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 the selection of picture, you sort of get an, you get a certain feeling that you, you probably wouldn't be by analyzing each picture, but you, you get a general feeling of the situation in the country and the, or the place or something like that. Yeah, it's very cool you are talking a lot about feelings and this kind of other layers. Mm. Um, can you maybe select, can you maybe mention which are the elements that, you, that create this feeling uh, in the <laughs> picture? Is it possible? Uh, but I mean, what, what I think what is very common to all my pictures, there, there is a there's uh, an element of calmness, uh, peacefulness. Uh, uh, they are not uh, very dramatic, uh, none of them. I think it's uh, maybe a few of the early ones, uh, maybe 35 millimeter camera. But otherwise, uh, but it's just like you stop, like a moment of time when you stop and make the picture. It's, uh, it can be. But you know, when you're photographing, your brain, uh, it, it's, it's like, a, what do you call it? Uh, a, a, a dryer, when you're drying clothes, you know? Yeah, you, yeah. You, your head is spinning constantly, you know? And yeah. After a few hours, you get quite tired, you know? So, so the best pictures are made from 8 to 12. <laughs> then it sort of slows down. <laughs> so, yeah. I think that your glance uh, is inedit on subjects that have already been photographed uh, in many ways yeah. and that also it creates uh, a clear line that sets apart from what we mostly think uh, as a stereotype of American uh, photography, yeah. which uh, is rather bright, uh, impulsive and very saturated. Mm -hmm. And uh, also uh, I noticed that uh, people aren't actors, but are maybe components uh, of the geometry of the scene. Mm -hmm. um, so what would you describe as your subject at the end? Uh, well, it's, I, I think the subject is sort of daily life or things you can experience when you're living an average life, you know, it's... Uh, mm -hmm. I, 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 I don't go to famous places, I don't go to yeah. see famous people. I, I meet some famous photographers, but that's something else. Okay, so something about mundane Munda life. Yes, I think so, yes. So, I mean, most all my pictures are made in places where anyone could go and make similar pictures. Well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with some practicing. But that's what's also what's important, you know, in the book there's also the title. Uh, the title is always the place where the picture is made. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, and recently it's also the, 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 the street I'm standing on when I make the picture. It's not, a, it's not what you see in the picture, but it's uh, actually where I'm standing. And that's okay. si simply also because of this uh, Google Earth thing. Mm -hmm. Like I, I did a book about uh, Pontiac. And uh, when the book was published, I, I, I got a lot of uh, 
contacts from people who have bought the book and they've looked up the same places on Google Earth, you know, and they could say, <laughs> oh, they have moved a house there, you know. <laughs> I think that's quite, like, you know, the title is like a mere evidence that I was there and what it looked like at, at that time. Yeah. And uh, I think it's, uh, what I do myself, I, I, I really like to go back to places I've been 10, 20, 30 years ago and to see how they have changed and maybe make a new picture and things like that. And do you also see them differently or...? Uh, yeah, sometimes I think so. Because, yeah, I guess also you yeah, have Yeah, I have changed uh, yeah. Yes, yes. And it's, uh, you know, this is also interesting to see how, how people take care of their environment, what they do to the house and things like that. It's, uh, it's also, that also gives a, an image of the, the life they are living, I think very much. Sure. Yeah. Thinking about uh, who is starting nowadays to photograph, uh, mm -hmm. uh, it's clear that uh, the use of the film, the analog photography, yeah. came back after uh, the break of the digital. Yeah. And that uh, it seems that people are uh, in the need uh, looking for uh, the unicity of the shot uh, uh, and on the practical side, also the necessity of taking some time, uh, doing yeah. the thing in a certain way, reflecting, uh, being able to wait, uh, and maybe also um, feeling that magic that is following the process of, yeah. of the chemicals. Yeah. Um, so, can you give a suggestion to the new generation of photographers that, that are undertaking this uh, direction? Yeah, you mean when they start in photography, what they can do. Yeah, I, I think uh, I've been digital also yeah. from the early 90s, okay. but, but not, never for exhibition. Okay. Because I, I mean, in Sweden I had to support myself with commercial work and that very early yeah. turned into using digital yeah. material. But uh, I, I, I'm so much in love with being in a dark room, you know, yeah. If I go the digital, moment. I won't get, won't have a negative. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's a catastrophe. Uh, but I think also the uh, the analog adds uh, a kind of slowness to the process. When you go to digital, you can make so many pictures, and then you are supposed to make a selection afterwards. You yeah. Know, but while you're just shooting at everything, you might probably miss the one that is. Exactly. The, the important one will still be, will not be among these uh, 50, 60, 100 uh, pictures. No. So I think it's, uh, to be selective, that it's, uh, you know, uh, to consider each negative you make. I mean, you can, of course, shoot a lot uh, with that too, but I think it's important to be uh, selective when you start doing things. And, uh, think more about each picture than uh, the whole body of work you're doing. Yeah. But nowadays, you know, you could buy an enlarger for five uh, euro. It's uh, yeah, that's a second-hand one. It it's costs nothing. I mean, what costs is a film, but even that is not that expensive and things like that. But to set up a darkroom, I think, if, if you have 50 euro, you could have a complete dark room, I think. <laughs> so you suggest trying uh, analog also to the ones that are shooting? Yeah, I think it's, it's, uh, 
it's it's another big difference because my sons have been working with computers and things yeah. like that, being uh, uh, 3D designers and things like that. But mm -hmm. uh, and one is in medical research. But the problem is when you work the whole day with a computer, you don't have anything. It's nothing tangible. I mean, okay, you have it in the computer, but you you don't have anything to hold in your yeah, hands, you know, and to show your uh, friends, uh, parents, or whatever. Look, this is what I have done. It's. Uh, I think it's. Uh, it's the physicality. Yeah, I think it's things. to me it's uh, very important uh, uh, that you have something to hold in your hand, you know. And, uh, Every day when I've been printing in the dark room, uh, the last thing I do before I go to bed or turn off the <laughs> light is to go down and take a last look at the prints you know, <laughs> to see what, if, it's, if it was successful. And, uh, because they sort of they change, you know, they dry, and it's, yeah. it's all different, uh, it's never the same. You have another bulb uh, or you have another kind of lightning in, in the in the gallery and things like that. So it's a lot of things to consider, you know. So at the end, it's like uh, a ritual, uh, you, the process of your photography. Yeah, I think so. Yes, it's uh, it's uh, it, it's. I mean, it, it's 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 a long process, and also, you know, when you make a picture with an analog camera, you can't see it. It takes a couple of days or a month before you even see it, and then it might go another month before you print it. Yeah. And it's uh, and this waiting. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's nice. Uh, sometimes it's uh, uh, surprises and sometimes it's disappointments. But at uh, least a lesson. It's like uh, you can learn a lot from that. I think. Yeah, you know, when I photograph with an analog camera, take a picture like that, I can't resist looking at the background. But there's nothing. <laughs> yeah. But you know what you photograph. That's the if yeah, yeah, of course, so. of course. But I, it's just like a reflex, you know, <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, see, yeah, see, yeah. to see if uh, it was a good picture. <laughs> In this last period, it's clear that uh, all what concerns the ecological crisis yeah. uh, make us think about the importance of spending some time outside in the nature and mm -hmm. finding a kind of uh, relationship with it, so this kind of synergy with it. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I think it's clear that uh, you already spot this need uh, of finding this uh, um, mutual uh, respect. Uh, yeah. Um, is it right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, apart from this work, I, I've done a lot of uh, landscape work yeah. in Sweden also. Uh, yeah, that's what I was nature. asking. I've even been to Antarctica for, uh, with an expedition and things like that. And so, of course. And, uh, and do you feel uh, photography can be an helpful tool in these regards? Do you think it can help uh, in uh, I don't know, maybe creating awareness or uh, allowing you to be more in contact with the context. Yeah, I, 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 I think it works more on a personal level that, yeah. that you spend your time with, yeah. in nature, with nature, thinking about nature, yeah. uh, very basically saying. I, I don't think it changes the world, but at yeah. least uh, you might uh, change <laughs> yourself. yourself. Yes, and also... Uh, so it's, yeah. I think a lot of people would could be would be much more at peace if they could spend more time in nature instead of watching television and, uh, 
Yes, because basically what I think what you do when you take the camera, you sort of study nature through your camera. Yeah. I, can, I remember I can go to, I've been at art exhibitions looking at it, uh, and it's, I think I thought, oh, this was nice. But then I've had a commission to photograph an art exhibition. Then I have to spend so much more time, you know, with each piece uh, to consider what's important. So you, you um, you act differently when you have a camera. Interesting. So it's like yeah. a lens in between you and uh, nature, but at the end it puts you into contact. Yeah, it's, uh, you, your brain starts working. Uh, yeah. In a because I mean, if I walk here without a camera, like the, around this block. Yeah. In, in, in Milan. I don't see particularly much, uh, but uh, yeah, if I, if I, if I put the well. camera uh, uh, on my shoulder, I will see thousands of things. You know, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of I course, you have to. It's sort of a defense. Also, you can't always register everything. But uh, of course, but yeah. it helps. And if it's a, a powerful tool in this way, let's yeah, use yeah, it. Yes, <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah. It should be good.